If you want to have a good day, put on Aloe Black's I Need a Dollar as you're getting ready in the morning. Look at yourself in the mirror, and when he does the, the uh, hey, hey, when he does that part, do a little shoulder shimmy. You'll thank me later. Welcome to Yelling at Birds. Matt here. Uh, episode 33. Video 4. Should have maybe reviewed that before I started off. Um, hope everyone's having a really good day. Uh, holidays are here. Christmas coming up. It's, you know, a week away now. So I hope... Um, I, I don't care. I don't know what you do. I was going to say, I hope everyone's ready. Having a good holiday season. Um, I know it can be crazy for everybody, but it's, I hope if there are people that you're looking forward to seeing that you get some good time with them and spend some good time with your family and friends or uh, wh whatever you prefer that day. It's Wednesday, it's cold here, um, but it's winter, so that's kind of to be expected. I was talking, so um, I'm planning... As I'm planning the next steps for um, what I like to do here, this epi these episodes, uh, I'd like to start, I mentioned it last week or in last my last episode, but I'd like to start doing interviews. And I've had a few conversations with a few different people about starting it out. So I'm just kind of start, I'm not starting, I'm, I have a, you know, kind of a basic concept of what I'd like to do, uh, some questions. You know, so now I'm really in the finalizing and editing, but really, that's going to get to, I really just have to do it to be able to see what works, see what doesn't work. Is it something I want to incorporate on a regular basis, or is it more of a once a month kind of thing? Um, we'll see. Maybe I'll get addicted to it. Maybe, it, you know, um, so we'll see how it goes. So I'm working on that. But as I was doing that, um, I wanted to talk about perception this week, because as I was doing that, I found... Uh, an I a notebook of an idea stacks of notebooks here with different projects in each one different things that would be cool and things that ultimately gather dust and this was this was one of the ideas one of the first ideas that I just kind of took and ran with the I mentioned it in a few episodes ago but this this little book here was another idea and it was just kind of putting things out in the world, seeing what works, um, I guess putting what I enjoy doing out in the world and seeing if, if there's a way if, if I could just do what I enjoy doing. And this is one of those things. But um, so getting back to the preparation, I was, uh, I pulled out a notebook of um, a different type of, um, I don't know if it was going to be a kind of more videos like this or another podcast or another something but it's pretty much you know I was obsessed with story corpse for a little bit and I thought it was so interesting to have conversations with strangers um, or even people I mean conversations with anybody and getting to know them on a very human level um, so I pulled out the notebook and opened it up and I had a list of questions on you know how you know what's a good way or what are good questions to ask when you want to really get to know somebody and, and, and when you want them to open up? 
And as I was looking over, I realized that I probably put that notebook together, um, it was probably five years ago, something like that. So it was just crazy that everything I'm kind of getting in the mode of doing, everything that I'm just playing with here and, well, I'm not really playing with, I mean, this is the 33rd episode I put out, um, but everything I'm doing is something that I've been interested in doing in some way, shape, or form for a long time. A really long time and it's really cool to realize that I'm j now I mean don't get me wrong I feel like I for sure not wasted but you know I've I could have started a lot of this sooner and I didn't um, and I what you know what my past tendencies had to do with it what my uh, my use my, my use of alcohol had to do with it who knows, but I'm here now and I'm doing it now. And I think that's awesome that these little, these, I keep diminishing them. Like these little things I'm playing with, um, the things that I like to do are what I'm just now starting to incorporate into my life, into my life, uh, more frequently. And I think it's, <laughs> it's fucking cool. It's awesome. Um, but that got me thinking of perception and obviously I can, if I can pull up a notebook from five years ago, or, um, I have journal entries from 10 years ago from a, a blog I did in the past and they're pretty consistent. That makes me feel, um, like I'm actually, when I'm talking about this stuff, it makes me feel like I'm, this is act, this is what I believe because it's kind of the stuff that I keep going back to. But, um, I just kind of talked over some notes that I had about it. So I'm kind of, um, so what's cool to see when I'm looking back at these, uh, time capsules of my thoughts in various times in my life is that the base of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be hasn't really changed. The base of it hasn't really changed. There are silly ideas uh, in these notebooks that I have. There's silly ideas, fun ideas, and ideas that I feel would be inspiring to others, helpful, and more. And um, it's just really incredible for me to look back at these and see this, that no matter how I was acting or what situations me and my choices were putting myself and others in, that something at the core of me wanted to always make people feel good, uh, make them smile, make them laugh, make them feel heard and safe and important and make them feel cared for. What changes over the years, um, as I'm sure you can all relate to, is the perception of importance of the of these ideas and the perception of time to do any of this stuff. And maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe it was, you know, when I originally thought about these things or when I was jotting things down in a notebook or typing them into the computer. That I maybe just thought that it was just a, I'll find a better way to do this, or I will, once I'm feel ready, once I'm better, once I'm, then I can do it. Um, because I had a, you know, a, a, another book about um, that I I wrote probably. I mean, it was probably five or ten years ago that I wrote it. That it's just stored in a file somewhere. And that's a book that, you know, the last time I went through, um, 
when it, last time I went through this process of giving up alcohol and going through a treatment program, um, I started just kind of putting down my thoughts. I'm getting off track, but that's fine. I started putting down my thoughts of kind of what life would be like for me without it and what changes I was going through. Essentially, this kind, this podcast right here was what I had down in a, in a book. And it was short. You know, I probably only had about 50 to 70, 75 pages, maybe. But then I stopped it because I started drinking again. And I didn't feel like it was something I could really stand behind and produce if I was back in the mode of well, I can have some drinks as long as I, you know, as long as if I was drinking again, I didn't feel right about producing it. Um, so that, that's kind of something that changes. Um, the perception between then and now is when I was younger, I think I felt like I needed to feel ready to do something more or if I was going to put a book out or if I was going to put a podcast out or anything else, I needed to feel like I was someone deserving of it that there is some magic combination of accomplishments that you have to tick off a list before you can have a podcast or before you can sell a book. And the older you get, you realize it's just not true. Um, because you experience other, you listen to other podcasts, you sample different things, and you realize that um, at some point, your thoughts are your thoughts and they're your genuine they're your genuine feelings and emotions, and you don't need a certificate from somebody or approval from somebody to be able to express those, because there's no difference between um, an, an accomplished author or an accomplished historian or somebody like that and the, the seemingly everyday person. Those, the thoughts that those two people, and I'm putting them like that, I shouldn't, the thoughts of those two people are still are equally as valid. Maybe not in a specialized area that maybe, you know, a mechanic's thoughts on what's wrong with a car are probably more valid than a lawyer's thoughts on what's wrong with the car. It's like a doctor's thoughts on, on, the, on your body and your health are probably more valid than um, a, libra a librarian's thoughts. But when it comes to you, when it comes to yourself and your own, your own path, your own perceptions, your own feelings... You have every, you have as much right as anybody else in the world to express those things. And that's something that I think changes over time when you, the more you sample, the more you hear, the more you listen to other people, is you, you kind of get that feeling that, not that the people you're listening to are underqualified, but that they're just expressing themselves like I would like to be. Um... But yeah, so what changes over the years is um, is the perception of time to do anything. And it's hard to explain what's going through the mind of 20-year-old of me, especially now, as all I have are vague memories of some actions. But I think the norm is feeling that you're going to have all the time in the world, and maybe you'll live forever. That consequences are short-lived, and life is long. I know I I know I felt a little of this, but there was also um, I know I felt a little of this, but there was also this this pocket in my mind that never really expected to for life to be this long or for me to 
you know, for me to live this long, actually. And maybe that was due to, to knowing my actions weren't reflection, reflecting my aspirations. And that my life choices weren't in line with my heart. How does that make sense? Some of this is written and I, was, I think I was tired and I, I don't really get it. Let's go over it again. When you feel that consequences are short-lived and life is long, um, ah, maybe I just didn't do any of it because I didn't really believe in it at the time. Or maybe I didn't believe in myself. But at the time, when I was originally thinking these things and these notebooks, you know, this, these notes that I have came out, you know, I was just kind of flowing through life on the path of least resistance, just rinsing and repeating choices. And I think that perception that you're going to have time is one of the big things because I think I was always fighting against, or not even fighting against any, every, anything. There was just a a job opportunity that I felt like I could do, I just did it for a while. And then I would leave that for another job opportunity. And these are things I'd never really believed in, but hey, it paid my bills, it put, put food on the table, and it wasn't as risky as at the time doing something like this instead of that. Um, but you feel like you have a lot of time. And the... the older you get, the more you realize that, um, that you never really listen, um, until you're there, but you realize that life is short, that life is extremely short and consequences of your action can be very long lived. I know we, I mean, you can dig some pretty severe holes for yourself and when you do that, it's almost impossible not to feel like you're light years behind everybody. Because when, you know, if you do the, the, if you do the comparing game, comparing thing, if you compare yourself to others in your age class or, or other friends that you grew up with, and they're all, you know, on kid number two, you know, paying off their homes and you feel like, you know, those things are just completely out of your reach. Um, then, or maybe, maybe those things that peers are doing at 30, like you can maybe hope to get done at 50, um, you can see, you know, you, you really feel the long-lived consequences of your choices. <laughs> But that's something, that's life, and that's what we've chosen, chosen, chosen. <laughs> um, it's what we've chosen. I did it again. It's what we've chosen. Um, another thing I found out, though, that is that mistakes can be corrected. And most anything can be fixed as long as there's a life attached to those decisions. As long as there's still a life attached to those decisions and a person willing to finally stand naked in the face of all the, all they've done in order to trace back the path of all of these decisions to their sources, to see them for what they are, um, choices. Choices a person made from the decision, the information they had at the time, they made that choice to see the lessons learned and invite them to come along 
leaving behind the shame. So, um, perception. We, it's something we deal with every day. And it's their choices, their choices that you make every day. And I'm not talking about, it doesn't mean that you are, you know, covering your eyes with rosy colored glasses, that you are refusing to see the reality of the world you're living in. But accepting that reality and choosing to approach it with a certain attitude. To me, that's what that means. Um, perception. It's... <clears throat> so I... Um, I've worked in sales for a little bit now. And, you know, there's days when, you know, you have, you've put out fires left and right. And oh, I get, with any job, let's say. Um, you've put out fires left and right and your brain is melted and you just can't. You're just ready to go home because you feel useless for the day. And someone comes into your store, someone walks on the lot, someone calls, and it's another person that you have to help. So your perception is, God, I'm just fucking tired. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Or, even though I'm tired, I still get the opportunity to tell somebody about this thing that I'm selling or this product that I'm working on. Um, it's just a simple thing. It's, it's a simple little thing that takes a lot of practice and then can have an immense effect on everything you do and everyone around you. You know, I, um, when we were in meetings now, it's, you know, there's people that have gone, you know, multiple, you know, have gone through the treatment thing, the giving up alcohol thing time and time and time again for 10, 20, 30 years trying to get, to get better. And then there's people that are there because they have to be because it's a court order and um, they just need to get through it to get through it to get their hours done so they can go back to not being monitored anymore. And like anything else, like any other change that's worth worth doing, it's the attitudes that you bring into those situations. I mean, if you are see i mean anything else you're dieting you're i mean you're eating better you're working out you're uh reading more learning more it's it's how you're it's the attitude that you're bringing in to those things that's going to dictate your result uh if, if you're going to counseling sessions because, because you have to and in your mind you're just there to get it over with you're not really going to take anything back from that it's you're really hurting yourself by being there. And you're probably hurt dragging other people around you. Um, because you're not, you're not there in the right brain space. Um, regardless if you're meant to be, if you are being forced to be there or not, you know, seeing something like that, being in a room full of people with, um, you know, very different people in a similar circumstance and seeing that as an opportunity to, to grow yourself and to connect with other people in, in a situation similar to your own. Um, that's really what makes, 
makes recovery or makes change or makes life worth it, really worth it. Your job, same with your job, same with any, any situation you find yourself in. If you're just going, I mean, we have jobs to make money so we can pay for things like food and rent and, or mortgage or mortgage or things like that. But if you're just going to your job just to watch the hours slowly pass by, collect a paycheck and leave versus understanding that's a choice you made and knowing that you have that luxury to go to that place, not luxury, but um, you have a place where you can go, where you can develop yourself, where you can grow, that they actually pay you to do it, um, looking at it in a different light. So I don't know if I even have a, had a point here. I was just wanted to talk about perception a little bit. I think it's something that it's, it's, it's extremely important to kind of look at yourself um, just in your day-to-day. -day. You don't have to make a change overnight. But I think as you're going about your week, maybe just take a week and don't make any changes. Just observe yourself. Observe, observe, ob, observe, observe your emotions. Observe your inner monologues as monologue as you're going through and going through your day, going to work, coming home, running your errands, anything like that. Um, I would take a week and just observe it and maybe ask yourself, why you're feeling certain things or um you know when an emotion pops up when you walk through the door let's say or you see somebody maybe ask yourself why and is it something that you can that you can improve on if there's someone you're just dreading seeing every day but you have to see them every day I guess ask your ask yourself why you're dreading seeing that person and is there anything that is there anything that you can reframe to reframe in order to make it a better experience for yourself and that other person or is it something that you just need to talk to them about I don't know I think that's something that I learned a little bit ago and it's certain life is life. It's easier. Um, changing your perception becomes easier when you understand that everything that you're doing stems from a choice that you made. You don't have to go to work. You can just stop going. Yes, there will be consequences, but you got to kind of weigh, the, weigh those consequences. Everything that you're doing stems from a choice that you made. And that's the luxury we have here in, in our society. Even living in our society, you could leave. I know it's, if you want something bad enough, you can do it. I know it costs money to move out of the country to go somewhere else, but that's always a possibility. Or you could leave society entirely. That's also a choice. Um, that's interesting to think about for me because that's, <clears throat> there are certain freedoms that you give up to live within the security of a society, to work at a place that someone has already set up how you're supposed to do what you're doing and the structure of how things are done, how you get paid, 
how the company makes money. You could go into business for yourself, then you got to figure that stuff out on your own. And there's less security. Not that that's a not that one's better or worse. It's just these are choices that we make every day in our life. And with each choice becomes uh, comes consequences for that choice. And maybe that consequence is a good a good consequence. Maybe it's not. But when I realized that, or when I really allowed myself to accept the fact that everything I do is a personal choice that I'm making, it changing my perception for the better in certain situations becomes a ton, a ton easier. A ton easier sounds weird. Becomes a lot easier because I the only person I have to blame is myself, and I know that. At any given moment, I could just do something else. That's all I got. Check your perceptions. Day in, day out, every single day, everything you do is affected by the attitude that you bring into every interaction and your perception of every interaction. That's all I got. I hope you have a really good week. I hope that you have... A very happy holidays, happy, have a Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, happy New Year, happy every other celebration that's going on. Um, and still the, the offer is still there. I'm talking to a few people about getting some interviews set down. Obviously, I need to know how, I need to figure out how I'm going to do it. Probably just going to record off my phone and load it up. There won't be video. I mean, That'll be the, the person who's being interviewed can make that choice. It's not it's not my goal to to out anybody or to overexpose someone, especially if they you know want to feel secure and safe to really express themselves. It's not my position to try to put them in a position where I'm controlling how much someone knows about them. So, if you're interested, yelling at birds on Facebook, uh, shoot me a message. Let me know. And we can kind of decide um, how we're going to go about it, how we're going to do those things, how we're going to get the interviews done. And uh, otherwise, Burton the Dinosaurs out on, on Amazon. Uh, it's a little book I wrote. That's out there. I'm continuing to work on myself every day, and I hope that you do the same. Thank you very much. I'm the worst at goodbyes. See you later.